from the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn. The one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question. I'll inform you about like You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Monday edition right here. Monday edition. A... Halloween edition of the Taz Show. Happy Halloween, Halloween to everyone who's listening or watching the show right now. Going to give you a full throttle of hell in a cell. A breakdown reaction, as many of the people say to have podcasts, so I'll say it too. Thank you for listening or watching live right now at TazShow.com. I appreciate that. Maybe you're checking out the audio-on-demand version of the show at Spotify. Or iTunes, or TuneIn, or Play.it. Play it, the podcast platform for CBS Radio right here. So, as I said, yes, happy Halloween to everyone out there listening or watching the show. And I appreciate you jumping on here live or checking out the uh, one of the on-demand versions. Very much appreciated, uh, and hope everybody had the uh, good weekend, as they say. Yes. So, uh, listen, here's the deal. If you want to call the show and talk about Hell in a Cell or Raw Tonight or anything you want, uh, you can call the show very simple. Attention hotline fans. 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948, I should say. So, you know, here, listen, right, right out of the box, I'm, I'm just going to let you know. I'm going to get right into Hell in a Cell. So, all in all, I thought it was an okay show. I didn't think it was a great show. Okay, it seems like that's kind of the uh, the gimmick lately with uh, the WWE uh, big shows. Uh, no matter if it's a Raw only pay per view like Hell in a Cell was or SmackDown, when they do this. Now, so as I predicted, they started the show off with a cell cell match, and it was the one that I said, the U.S. title match. Okay, then I, you know they did sprinkle City Jones here. They put. Another cell in the middle of the card as opposed to doing back-to-back, which I thought they would do. So for that, I was wrong. I was also wrong on who would win the women's championship because I thought that Sasha would retain. I was wrong on that. Everything else I think I was right on. Uh, maybe I was wrong on the tag, C- the tag title. Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus. I think I was wrong on the two. Otherwise, I was pretty good on most of the stuff. Um not that that matters any. It's just predictions and opinions. So so uh, here's the deal. Speaking of a cell in the middle of the card, mid-card, it was the Universal Championship. Now, I, like a lot of people, had a problem with this, but I, I think I had a problem with it on some different levels. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to explain to you guys. It's hard to do on Twitter. And my Twitter's not a Q&A, so I'm not going to go on my Q&A and get into you know answering a plethora of questions during a show. You know, during a wrestling show, I'm just not going to do it. I mean, I just—it's not. I have a platform every day. I'm not doing that. So you also got to be able to watch the show itself. Well, I do, and and I also got to watch people that uh, that do these other shows, and then they take not just my ideas, other people's ideas, and they see it on your Twitter feed, and then they just take it and act like it's this. That is called hacking. So we know this, though. We know this. So here's the thing. Okay. My main, my main problem, just dealing with my headset here, bear with me. My main problem 
with the uh, Hell in a Cell, well, I'm sorry, with the, with the Universal Championship being in the middle of the card is this. I have no problem whatsoever with the ladies, the women's championship being last. I have no problem. I know they made history, and those two girls had an amazing match. It was a main event, and it felt it. And I'll get into that in a little bit. So I have zero, absolutely zero problem with that whatsoever. I'm not a chauvinistic guy, as you guys know, guys who listen to the show every day. Guys and girls, you know that's not my, my style. I'm a, I'm a big fan of women's wrestling. I'm a big fan of getting away from the, 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 the selling sex side of women's wrestling, as it was when I was a commentator in WWE, where it was bra and panty matches. And I've talked about that a lot on my show here. I'm so happy, like a lot of you guys are, guys and girls, that the, the, the women's wrestling has evolved since then, on, on not just in WWE, but everywhere. And the success of women's wrestling and the need for people to really enjoy the athleticism of these women as performers. They are definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, on the same level as the guys. And they don't need to, it doesn't, and that's not because there was a main event last night and the girls made history and it was hell in a cell. That's not why. If they didn't do that, the, the, the girls, the past year, two years maybe, three years, women have been on the same level, in my opinion, as men in wrestling. Now, there are more you know, male matches on cards, TV matches, than there are women. True, and WWE, true. And, but, but that needs to change probably. If you're going to put two girls in the main event and they carry it like they did, and you believe in it that much, then you should give them, put more girls on the show. On Raw or SmackDown. That's a whole other topic. Back to last night. So I have no problem, one iota, not one bit, with two females being in a main event while the Universal Championship, which is supposed to be your main championship, which is supposed to be the way you guys, the perception of it and the painting of it, the main title on Raw. Okay, well, my biggest problem is twofold. It has nothing to do that the women will last. My biggest problem with that Universal title, besides the stuff I've been preaching out here forever, that, that Jericho and, and Owens, that, that Owens should not be sharing a spotlight with anyone. That's a whole different deal, too. My biggest problem with it is two of them, as I said. One, okay, the first one. I, you can't, you, 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 you cannot, okay, even bother putting the title on the show. So what does that mean? Don't, don't even put the Universal Championship on it. Looking back, do some kind of a big number one contender thing or something. Have Jericho and Rollins work and have, have uh, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Owens as the, the ref or, or guest commentator. Something simple like that. So you don't cut off the nuts of the Universal Championship. That's number one. So you can protect the title that way. Number two, and most importantly, my main problem with it is the Universal Championship is not made yet. That's my biggest problem. It's not made. So what does that mean? Well, what that means is it's a new championship. And you have the title on a man that initially was not your guy. Your guy was Finn Balor. And everybody knows that. And that's not the WWE's fault. There was an injury. Finn got hurt. They had a call an audible, WWE, and they did the right thing. And Kevin Owens is more than deserving to be the Universal Champion. And I think Bookwright, 
<laughs> excuse me, booked right, he would be a tremendous champion. He's not being booked right. And if he's not being booked right, the new championship that he holds, because it is a new championship, is not being booked right. Well, what's the big deal, Taz? Well, the big deal is this. The early goings of building a foundation for that championship is ever so important. But the WWE is handling it like it has the credibility and the legacy of the WWE championship or the World Heavyweight title. It doesn't. The Intercontinental Championship has more juice than the Universal Championship. Has more credibility. The United States Championship has more credibility and has more juice than the Universal Championship. It's a fact. Well, that's a simple fact because of all the years the IC title and U.S. title has been around. Exactly. The foundation was built. Well, that's what needed and needs to be done with this universal title. Because if that is your main championship, then you have to build that championship. And whomever holds it as the new champion needs to be built and be done the right way. It's a sensitive deal that you got to be careful of while you're booking this thing. And WWE does not do that. They are handling the Universal Championship like it has the prestige and the history and the legacy of the WWE Championship or the World Heavyweight Championship or the NWA Championship or, hell, the TNA World Championship, the Ring of Honor World Championship. These titles all have more credibility than the Universal Championship because they've been around longer. There's been great matches under those the watch of those championships. I'm not saying the Universal title is not going to be that famous or popular or legacy. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the early goings of this thing, you guys suck at how you're booking it. Absolutely suck. So you have it play, sacrificial lamb, to whatever title you put after it in a show like Hell in a Cell. In this situation, it was the Women's Championship. Which... I. <laughs> Quite frankly, it might be more prestigious than the Universal Championship at this point. And that's not a bad thing. So I really believe, for me, you're not, WWE is not handling the booking of the championship, the prestige, to build prestige in this championship the proper way. Not only are you making Kevin Owens a, a, a quasi-comedy act, but you also got the whole thing with the dog and pony show with, with Chris Jericho and him for weeks on Raw. Which would all be great, and those guys have great chemistry together, and this is a shot at the booking, not at those wrestlers. But what are we doing? If we don't have juice, and we don't have credibility, and we don't have oomph in championships, we got nothing. We got nothing because the championships are everything. It's a work. The business is a work. Well, what else championship means? It's all, it's all a work. No, 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 no. That's more important. That, that makes it more important, I should say, because you have, to get, you have to let us, the audience, get engulfed in the story and don't insult people's intelligence and have us believe 
how prestigious the new Universal Championship is. Hell, it's even bad enough that the way you put the title on Kevin Owens, you have not buttoned up the story, and I'm talking about Triple H. And you reminded us again in a video package in the pre-show. And I think even before the Universal Championship match, I believe, it showed how Kevin won the title, which I have no problem with that night on Raw. I think it was Houston, because I remember Cody the Great, big fan of the show, was holding a Taz Show sign right in the front row. And WWE conveniently edited it out and blurted it out of all their packaging, because it's not part of their propaganda. And they make no money on the Taz Show, which I understand that. So they blurted it out. Make no mistake about it. That's a fact. Yes. Andy McCardle on Twitter makes a really good point. Oh, yeah. Uh, Does he? What's he mentions he it's bad creative when after the Universal title match, the focus is on Jericho with his music playing. Well, I said that in a tweet. So, obviously, yeah. the captain who quit the show is not following my Twitter anymore. He unfollowed me, I think. I blocked you. You blocked me. <laughs> no, I pointed that out. So, basically, you're having this young man. What's his name, Andy? Andy, yeah. Andy is, is basically hacking my... He's a hack, too. How about oh, that? Andy, you're a hack also. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Andy. Taz is trending. Oh, no, 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 no. He's trending again. Here he is. Trending, trending. A little dance every time we trend. Nice and early. (laughs) First Seg Jones. First Seg Jones trending. Yes. Yes. And I'm on the soapbox, which will get me to around 5.11. So um, here's the thing. Thank you, by the way, guys, for getting the show to trend. I appreciate that. Um, So that's awesome. So listen, listen. And what Andy's point is, and I agree with Andy, and, and I was teasing when I called him a hacky, he was kind of hacking me, because I did tweet that. Uh, it jumped out to me. I sat there. I took off my boot when I was watching the show, because I wear my old wrestling boots when I watch the show, um, and I threw it at the wall. And I'm like, what, what, why, why, why? Why are they playing Chris Jericho's music? Well, I know why, because they're going Seth Rollins, Chris Jericho. And I'll teach you guys a little something. Okay, I think there might have been a tiny bit of an audible in there yesterday. After Seth Rollins lost, Chris Jericho was by the, the gate. He's trying to get out. And I believe the ref potentially might have buzzed him, maybe, to go and do the code breaker. And the other, there was another ref in the ring, I believe. I think there was. Yeah, because there was one that needed to be replaced with the fire extinguisher. Correct. And he, I believe, told Seth Rollins, code breaker, incoming. So that might have been called by, by Gorilla. Because that's where they're going. Where they're going with Kevin Owens? I don't know. Maybe they're going three-way with these three guys. and Because Chris Jericho is a full-blown babyface, let's be honest. And he's great. I love, I love Chris's stuff. I do. You made the list. You're on the list. All that stuff is funny. He's very funny. So that all works for me. But that, that, that code breaker, okay, and then hitting Chris's music after the guy just, meaning Owens, just defended uh, his universal title. You're hitting Chris Jericho's music. As Jericho and Owens are leaving arm and arm. The friggin' universal, damn it, effing mother, god dog it, championship is a friggin' prop on Kevin Owens' shoulder. It's a uh, pop, prop. <sighs> I gotta calm down. I swore to myself on the way in I wasn't gonna get upset. Swart. But I can't help it. I can't I can't control myself. I cause I, I'm passionate. I care and I can't help it. Day night, cold hot. It's hard for me. 
But here I am. Here I am. I'm doing my thing. So, and I know a lot of you guys are calling. I'll get to you guys on the phone. Why you want to talk to me today? I don't know. Happy Halloween again, as I said. Did the lines clear out all of a sudden? <laughs> oh, still, wait, there's a delay. They jammed. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, the title, the, the universal title is a prop on Kevin Owens' shoulder. It's a prop. He's not being handled like a champion. He's not. He's not nothing to do with Sasha, nothing to do with Charlotte, nothing to do with the the championship, the women's championship. I'm a fan of both those ladies. They're awesome. They busted their ass last night. That was a main event last night. No doubt. I didn't doubt. None of you doubted that Sasha and Charlotte were going to bring it. We know that. It's a no-brainer. Damn it, that universal title is a prop on, on one of the better workers in today's business, Kevin Owens. Because he is a tremendous worker, Kevin Owens. A money wrestler when built and promoted and booked and written the right way. Look it. Okay, the other thing where I could go a little old school for you guys. Okay, look, you, you got, okay, what, here's, here's a little, here's a little, okay, it's simple, a simple but obvious thing that some people don't think about because you take it for granted as wrestling fans. Here we go. Boys and girls, it's time to gather around the learning tree with your kind and caring teacher, Taz. He's always so angry. He yells at everyone. Why? He's sharing his one-of-a-kind insider perspective of professional wrestling. It's all about me. It's me. Me, me, me. It's the learning tree with Taz. Okay, let's, let's think about it. What is a cell? Hell in a cell. A cell. What is the cell? Well... In comedic terms, I'd put it, it's a cage match on steroids. Maybe growth hormone. <laughs> but it's, it is. It's a cage match at the end of the day. Now, the difference is, for those that you know don't realize it, a cage match, the cage, 99% of the time, sits on the apron of the ring, and the ropes of the ring are flush against the, the fencing. Where a cell is much bigger, and it engulfs, over the ring, over the apron, and partially over the uh, ringside area right outside of the ring. So the cell is bigger. But at the end of the day, here's, that's not your learning tree moment, by the way. It's like, oh, that, thanks, Taz. Captain Obvious. Appreciate that. We're going to go to break. No, now. That's, no not, that's, not, that's not what I mean. The, the learning tree thing for you guys is, and a simple thing that people overlook, why, from a creative standpoint, for many years, decades upon decades, have matchmakers or writers, bookers, whatever you want to call them, put two wrestlers most of the time in cages or cells? Well, the reason is to prevent one of two things. Either wrestler, the heel, getting away, escaping the babyface, or most of the times it was done to avoid people from coming into the ring into the match, incorporating it in the segment. So they put a cage up. Or they put a cell up. Keeps everyone out. Now, Chris Jericho, like I said on Friday, somehow, some way, will be involved with this match. Did I not say that, Captain? You did. Okay. So I knew, they, I, I didn't know how they get him in there in that cell, but they got him in there in a very simple way, which simple is good sometimes. I have no problem with that. 
I would have liked it better. Now, wait, the announce desk was on the stage, so that wouldn't have worked. But I had suggested maybe have him on commentary. But I would have liked it somehow if Chris, this is a little fantasy booking, but if Chris was outside the cell before the match started, Chris comes out with Jericho. He wants to get in the cell before the match starts. I mean, Chris comes out with uh, Owens. And, and then the ref's like, no, 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 dude, you can't. Chris, you know the rules. You can't go in the cell. And he's pissed. He stays outside the cell. He hugs Owens. You can do it, pal. Come on, I'm out, I'm out here for you. I'm out here for you. And then once that bid happens with the ref and they open the door, then Chris jumps in. As opposed to having Chris come down the ramp where it took forever for him to get in the cell. I would have charged the freaking WWE for effing consulting fee. Because I could think of this sh- on my brain just out here at 7.20 in the morning Eastern on a Monday. Who the hell's thinking over there? You have the guy run down the ramp. You're going to F the people by having them get in the cell to begin with. Because that's going to piss people off. And you throw out your, your, your qualifier. No DQ. Well, we know it's no DQ. So that means for the writers and the agents and the boys, you can do whatever you want. I lived it. FTW rules. Falls count anywhere. You can do whatever you want. It's an easier way to work. That's my point. Because you don't have to worry about covering your traces and your steps to avoid people throwing flags on you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Of course. So... That's why that happens. That's number one. Okay, n- number two, you, you, you could have had Chris outside the ring. I'm not saying I like that he got inside that cell. I'm not. I just don't like the way they did it. It was insulting that he comes down. Did they even play his music? I don't, I don't think they did. When he, Jericho came out? Yeah, I think no. he just ran out. Okay, yeah, just, at, least, at least they didn't play his music. Thank God. Well, Taz, you're hating on WWE again. Yeah, I am. Yes. Yes. Absolutely, I am. Yep, that's exactly what I'm doing. Because they deserve it. That's why. They deserve it. And I'm not done. I'm, I'm just getting started. Will you stop? I'm just getting cranked up. <sighs> Excuse me. So, that Greek yogurt got me. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, by, by having Chris in that cell, as long as they did, that sucked. That just sucked. It really did. There's no reason for it. Is something you want to say? I was just thinking of maybe a different scenario where Jericho could have interfered. Kind of, I guess it's kind of old school where he could have slipped Owen something, like a brass knuckle or you know some kind of weapon through the cage without actually getting in the hell in the cell. I have no problem with it, dude. I have no problem with it. Yeah, I'm just saying the character Chris Jericho is and the relationship that you guys WWE have built with him and Owens, it would have made perfect sense to have Chris. Walk out there to Kevin's music. And a lot of people were pissed off that Kevin came out before um, Seth Rollins. Uh, honestly, I don't have a massive problem with that. That's an old school thing. A champion should come out second. I know, and I, I, I partially agree with that, but I understand the entertainment value of it. And you want to get the right pop for the champ. So that's probably why they had to come out first. Seriously, I, a lot of you guys are pissed. I see it on my Twitter since last night about that. I, you know, that's fine. I, I get what you're saying. I, I don't totally disagree with you guys, but I, I don't have a massive problem with that. I have a bigger problem with having someone get in the cell 
when the cell is there for a reason, <laughs> and you completely disregard the fake rules that we have in our insanely fake business. So we piss on uh, everyone's intelligence that, that is a smart fan, most of us that are paying your $10 a month to watch your WWE network. Uh, a lot of casual fans aren't doing that. So you want to placate to the casual fans as usual. I, I get it. Been there, done that. Tried to play nice, WWE. I tried. You don't want to play nice? I don't play nice. Heel Jones. So, you know, I'm telling you right now, you can't have Chris in that cell as long as he was in that cell. You can't do it. You can't do it. Guys worked hard, too. Rollins and and, uh, and Owens, they worked their asses off. Chris, too, taking bumps in there. And I told you it was going to happen. I, I knew he was going to be involved. I, just didn't think be, I didn't think it would be that long that he'd be in there. That was crazy. That really was crazy. Kevin, Los Angeles, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, good moment. Taz, how you doing, brother? Good, my friend. What's going on? And to the captain, also known as Out the Door Jones, ahoy. Ahoy. Yeah, he's sailing away. What's going on, buddy? You know, Tess, I totally agree with what you're saying when it comes to the booking of the Universal title. You know, I've talked with some of my friends, you know, within the last couple weeks, you're saying, oh, yeah, well, the title just got established. I'm like, so what? Anyway, say, so that again. It, say that one more time. What'd you say? You know, I'm saying to my friends who I've been talking to over the last few weeks, you know, about how the Universal title should be booked, especially in its beginning stages, it should be being, it should be being provoked. It should be being booked right. as being highly prestigious like of the course. title is to be, but they're, like you're saying, the WWE is not doing that, and you think that they would, similar like how they booked our, all their other titles, especially in their initial stages, like how they did with the Intercontinental title, the WWE World Heavyweight title, That's so right. long ago, and so on and so forth, but still they're not. And it's like one key thing that I've been saying to my friends, and I think you've said it before too, Chris Jericho's list is significantly more over than the WWE Universal title. It's like to the point where it's like, should people even care to wrestle for the Universal title? Or yeah. should they try to wrestle, the, I don't know, be on Chris Jericho's list or to take his list and make it their own list? That's I actually mean, a good idea. That's actually funny. That would be more entertaining and more prestige. I think you're right. I think that, that that list, Jericho's list, is more prestige than the Universal title. Kevin, from Los Angeles, you said it, and I agree. Who else said that? Is that you, you hacked that from someone? Um, I might potentially hack that from you, Tess. Oh, I said that. Okay. It must be because I'm a genius. <laughs> yes. Well, well, technically, even if you didn't, it's your IP anyway. It is. Did I say that, Cap? I don't even know what I say anymore. I did. Captain's going, yes. He's yes, Taz, yes. yes. Like this. Like this. Yes, yes. And Kevin is right. Thank you, Kevin, from Los Angeles. I appreciate the call. And, and he is right that I am right. How's that? Yes. I am the smartest man alive! He is right. I am right. I am right! But no, yeah. yeah. It's just oh, it's so important, the prestige. To, and you got Seth and you got Kevin. They're in there doing some crazy stuff, like working their ass off in that cell. Uh, I that mean, two table spots. Oh, it was awesome. Awesome. That the bump that uh, Owens, when he went through the tables. Absolutely. I mean, those stiff chair shots by Seth Rollins, that sick DDT, that, that nasty DDT that Kevin Owens gave Seth on the steel chair in the way Seth took that bump. I tipped my cap to both those men. And Chris Jericho also. He bumped his ass. He worked hard in there. You know, in street clothes. Street clothes Jones. I mean, you know, it's just to me, it's like, well, it, you know, 
you took your rules, you took your little step that you did a couple weeks ago on Raw, where Jericho had the opportunity. Remember this? He had the opportunity to wrestle his way into a three-way, right? Yes. And then Chris lost or whatever it was on Raw. I don't remember. Who, and I, I, you know, I don't know the, the. I forget the freaking every damn thing that happens. But I know the overtones of the whole thing. Chris did not win. Chris did not earn a right in the three way for the Universal Title. It, for what? It don't matter. You put him in the match anyway. And then, all right, we'll keep the uh, we'll keep the Universal Title on Owen so the all the internet marks. Don't get mad. That's what. That's how that goes behind the scenes. But we'll segue quickly because we'll have Chris bump with the code breaker Owens. I'm sorry, uh, Rollins, and play. Uh, and we'll play Chris's music on the way out. Oh, that's nice. That's the last thing I remember. And you'll see that in a Pakistan on Raw, where Chris hits that code breaker in that cell on Seth, and then you'll see Owens. And Chris leaving arm and arm through the entranceway. You'll see that all. That will be in the package. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Gotta go to break soon. Hey, Matt in Florida, you're on the Taz show. Hey, good Halloween moment to you guys. Good Halloween, sir. Moment. Uh, yes. The only couple things I had wrong with Hell in the Cell last night was. Yeah. With, with Survivor Series, the build-up, you don't have the lead SmackDown announcer do the kickoff show? Well, there's a reason for that. I can tell you, that's real simple. You're talking about Mauro Ronaldo did the kickoff show. Yeah, and, for the Cruiserweights. Uh, yeah, and, and for the Cruiserweights. That, that's, that's Michael Cole. Cole don't want to do it. <laughs> no, dude, you guys don't understand. Like, Cole, Cole doesn't want to do it. because he it's, could have had, could no, have had no, 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 listen to me. Listen to me. He don't want to do it because it's less prestigious. See, I keep it real up here. I'm, I'm being honest. He don't want to do it. Yeah. That's how that goes. And, and the office is agreeing with him. I, and I, I, you know what? Then, then you, what were you saying? Have Saxon and who do it? Uh, uh, you just have Saxon and, and Corey Graves. Graves. That's fine. Yeah. I agree. Don't don't kill your brand gimmick yeah. by by having uh, Morrow come in. You know what I mean? I, you know, I, I, it just what because it's cruiserweight. I, I mean, the whole thing is just stupid. Oh, Taz, you're hating on that. Yeah, 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 I am. Thank you, Matt, for calling. I appreciate it. From Florida. I got to go to break. I'm just getting started, guys. It's a trending edition of the show. Uh, let's keep the show trending. I appreciate that. And I'll continue talking Hell in a Cell on the other side. I'll take some more calls. We might do Facebook Live later. It's a very dangerous place, the studio, right now. Captain, you look scared. Are you nervous? Nah, not really. No one cares. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, I couldn't help but notice here in this Hollywood edition of the Taz Show, a Helen Nacelle uh, explosive reaction by yours truly here, that last segment. I noticed this last night during the pre-show that the... Uh, Renee Young, the blonde girl who does the announcing, she said uh, she called Lince Dorado Lance Dorado. I could have sworn she said Lance, like like Lance Storm Dorado. Lance Dorado, bro. He, he, he used to be from Camden, New Jersey. Now Lance Dorado is residing in Malibu, California, and he's a surfer. He's surfing up and down the Pacific Coast Highway. 
I was expecting you to say Del Boca Vista. <laughs> He's only, that's in Florida. Lance Dorado is part of Malibu, California now. But no, a couple of people tweeted me and just here earlier here in the show here. JFC at Animan. He said, uh, Lince Dorado has now relocated. Uh, <laughs> because I think now, I don't really know where the saying is from. He's not from Camden, New Jersey anymore. No more. Yeah, they hacked me on that too, buddy, because I bitched about it. Oh, Ted, you think everybody copies you? You think WWE always copies you? Uh, two things, sir. Uh, yes, I do. And second off, shut the F up. You suck, Taz. Yeah, I know. It was a pretty big show, though. You could kiss my ass in Macy's window right down the block here, 34th Street, too. Bastards. So, yeah, I'm over here talking a lot about... Uh, we're still doing pretty good on social media, I noticed. Uh, looks like... Uh, I think we're still up there in the uh, trends, the worldwide trends. And it looks to me like we are. I think so. Right, Captain? What position is that in? I believe El Deuce. El too. Deuce? Yeah. Still trending. Taz is still trending. Kiss my ass, everyone else. How about that? That's Humble Jones. Now, thanks to the audience for that. That's cool. So, so look at... Okay, so I, I'm over here talking about Hell in the Cell. I, you know, and I'm probably not done talking about the Universal Championship match. And again, like I said, if you just joined the show now, I'm not dissing the, the girls' match, the women's match. I, they, they, they belonged in the main event. They're great in the main event. But protect the Universal title. Don't even have the thing defended last night. And don't, and don't emasculate the champion by, by having Jericho get the final heat on the guy, on Seth Rollins, and then playing Chris's music. I mean, come on. And then you have Chris in the whole match. It's just, it's just bad. It's just bad. It really is. You, you can't do it. You cannot do it. Hey, uh, Jason in Little Rock, Arkansas, you are on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz, guess what? Uh, you are a multi-millionaire. No, first time, long time. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, the M-Bag. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Taz. Uh, I'm a longtime fan. I was raised on Bill Watts, Mid-South. And, uh, nice. I, I was a fan, fan of that too, buddy. I loved the uh, UWF. Loved it. I'm an old guy, so I've been a wrestling fan longer than most have been alive. But uh, a, right. trend, a trend that I'm sure we're all, since we're saying what's grinding our gears, uh, the audience trying to, especially during the women's homicide, trying to take over the match with their chance. I think if, like in the middle, you can distinctly hear like an audience member retaliate and say, shut the F up, this isn't about you, to someone chanting. That must have been in Boston, a Tasho fan. It had to be, uh, I got to tell you, Jason, it had to be. I didn't hear that. I I didn't hear that a fan said, shut the F up. That's cool. Um, Just like, in your professional opinion, get ready for your soapbox. We want to learn from you on the learning tree. How can we without it turn into a Joey Styles JBL scenario, make these people shut up, sit down, eat their popcorn, enjoy the show like the rest of us. I don't know. Uh, Jace, I don't know if it's possible, Jason. Seriously, and I, I get what you're saying. Look, we want people to go, right? You want people to go and have a good time. And Jason, thank you for calling and being a longtime wrestling fan. You want people to go to the shows and they're paying their money. They're getting away from their regular life. Maybe they have a, a nine-to-five job they don't like, or it's some cat who's digging holes every day for a living, and he wants to go to some wrestling shows and drink some beer with his boys and, and chant stuff. And that's fine. I get it. But there's also that fine line of that, you know, like the fan in Boston yelled, it's not about you. 
You know, so I do get that. You know, I mean, if you, you know, it's just like, and for, for wrestlers, they want you. And the promoters, they want you involved. They want you vocal at these shows. They do. You know, but when, when it, you're doing chants that it's like, are you chanting hell in a cell? How do you even chant that? Hell in the cell. Hell in the cell. Hell cell. Hell cell. Hell in the cell cell. Hell in the cell cell. Chant, it was the cadence. Right there. Hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. It sucks. Did you hear the one guy ripping on, I think it was Brian Kendrick? No. Some guy in the front row, you could hear him. Like, I heard him, some profane. Get a haircut. Get a haircut, you hippie. <laughs> I think I heard him say something like, the 90s sucked or something. Like, something weird. <laughs> Buy a hat. <laughs> Get a haircut. Get a haircut. Take a bet, you dirty bastard. That'd be funny. <laughs> the 90s sucked. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's okay. Fans are out there. They're venting. Some people get paid by big broadcast companies to do a daily show invent. Some do. I don't know. I'm just saying. <sighs> you got to keep the championship juiced. And you got to build it. You're in a building phase. And Triple H, I mentioned him. Look, it was, it's not a shock to me that he was not there. Why was Triple H not there, Taz? I'll tell you why. Meaning, meaning on camera. Why was he not there to get involved with the Seth Rollins, Universal title, Kevin Owens? Because two reasons. One, and they kind of both handled each other. One, it was a Raw-only pay-per-view. Two, it wasn't a big enough show. And that's kind of the two blend. Triple H, Vince, and Triple H will have Triple H appear at the big boy, either at Survivor Series or I predict it'll be Survivor Series, I would assume. I don't know the whole card yet. It's not out yet, right? No, not yet. Other than uh, Goldberg, Lesnar, and the uh, brands against each other. Yeah. So, Triple H ain't coming out unless it's big. Big, big. It's got to be big. Uh, man, and we're sitting there like schmucks as fans. Like, just assholes. Just sitting there waiting week after week after week after week after week after week for Triple H to come out and explain or do something <clears throat> with Seth Rollins, <clears throat> Kevin Owens, something. Something. Nada. Nilch. Please, give me the Greek. Tipota. Yeah, tipota. You puck bitch. You know what I mean? Right? You get a bitch to the back of a Greek thing, right? Sure. You puck bitch. Nothing bitch. Is that how you say nothing bitch? Yeah, why not? I'm speaking of Greek. I had Greek yogurt this morning. You know there that. There you go. Malaka. Malaka. So, look, I, I just feel that you, you can't, you just can't. In the early stages of this championship, do what you're doing. You can't do that. You can't, WWE. You can't. Because the title will mean nothing. Really. You know, it will mean nothing. And that's kind of, I, I don't know if that's what you want, but that's what it's showing going on. What, it's only going to mean something when Finn Balor's back and you put it on Finn? Is that when it's going to really mean something? And I love Finn. Love him. Man, make that thing. Make that title. And Vince... And WWE, they can make that in, in one show. 
but you got to sustain it. You got to sustain it. I mean, Kevin Owens retained this championship, and that's cool. I told you that would happen, and I'm glad that happened. But still, everything involved, I, like I said in segment one here of my show, just bad. Bad, 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 bad. And I mentioned earlier after what the caller said about, about Mauro Ronaldo at the top of the show, calling the Cruiserweight match, and he's not even on Raw. And people would tweet me like, dude, what's the deal? What about the brand split? Like, what the hell? And I'm telling you why that happened. Michael Cole did not want to call it. He wants to stay prestigious. We used to call pre-shows, he and I. We hated it. <laughs> we hated it because you got you to stay out there and talk for three hours. Have somebody else do it. I'm calling the main show that people are paying for. That, that was the attitude. I was like that too. I'm guilty of it. So, and Michael Cole wasn't the voice of Raw then. Now he's the voice of Raw. Oh, boy. He's Big McGee. Oh, yeah. Got somebody working today. Oh, yeah. Timber! Damn right. Get you working before you leave him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want to leave me? I'll show you. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you're showing me, pal. <laughs> 32 seconds of work. So they kicked it off with a Hell in a Cell match, as I said they would, and it was Rusev versus Roman Reigns. I said it! Me, me, me! And in this match, there was no blood. There was also no blood in the Universal title match in the Cell, and there was no blood in the women's match, which I thought they were going to go that route, and they didn't. That's fine. There was no blood anywhere. Except you and I were talking off air. Roman Reigns had some blood on his shoulder. Yeah, and I think maybe Russo might have scratched his arm or something like that. Scratched his arm? Well, what, are, what are they, two schoolgirls in fourth against grade? The, what against is that? the chain link fence. Scratched his arm. Who says that? Please have some respect, Captain. You scratched up against the chain link fence. Well, now that you're leaving the business, you're going to disrespect the rest of it. Leaving the business. Now that you're leaving the show, <laughs> you've been in the wrestling business. part of the business? In my crazy brain, I'm stuck in the wrestling business. This is not. So now you're going to disrespect the business. That's what you're going to do, right? Stating that you got scratched by a chain link fence? We don't use the word <laughs> scratch in wrestling, okay? That's soft. But I'm not allowed to use the lingo, remember? No! <laughs> you're not. So, um, so Roman, uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, Roman Reigns, he scratched his arm, so he had some blood <laughs> on there, on his shoulder. But that was the only blood. But if you notice, in this, uh, in this Hell in a Cell match, they, they incorporated a very thick, heavy metal chain to give you that violence feel without blood. That's stuff that people don't realize, the overtones of what they're doing. In each Cell match, they incorporated some sort of an object as the thread through the match. That's stuff you're not going to hear anybody else talk about. Because a lot of these guys that do shows just flat out don't know what I just said. How would they? They're sitting next to you guys in the audience as fans. No disrespect to the audience, but how are you going to give me insight when you've never been in the goddamn ring? Bitch. So, in the first cell match with, uh, you know, with Rusev and Roman Reigns, they had these heavy uh, gimmick uh, chain. In the uh, Universal Championship cell match, the table and then the chair was, the, was definitely the thread in that. And then in the ladies' championship, the uh, women's title match, I believe it was table, 
for the most part. It was the announce table. The announce table the, before the before the yeah. match actually kicked off. Right, we'll get into that later on. But and chairs were involved too. Yeah. So I'm just saying that. But the chain, which I like this part of the booking of WWE guys with these cell matches, they had in match one with Rusev and Roman Reigns this heavy chain, but you did not see a chain of sorts at all in the rest of the cell matches. That's smart. That's good communication by the agents and the wrestlers. That's good stuff right there. I like that. Okay, I do like that. I didn't like, like a lot of you guys, about the flak jacket Jones with Roman Reigns when he was getting hit in the ribs with the, with the kendo, kendo stick. stick. People are tweeting like, what the hell? He's wearing a flak jacket. <laughs> well, it's obviously there's no flak in the jacket. Uh, that's the problem. That's it. It's just a vest. It's kind of like a cummerbund he's wearing. Like a, for those that know tuxedos. He was formal. For he the was evening. very formal. <laughs> Lower range was wearing a cummerbund yes, that looked like a flak jacket. But it hurt when he got hit with the kendo stick. And he's selling to go, Oh, go, oh. Get a flak jacket on, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> in the way, there's no flak and no jacket. Oy vey. So, um... The steel steps in the ring, uh, Samoan drop going into the finish. Uh, I thought that was cool. I, I, I liked it. And the big spear, I thought that was cool too by, uh, you know, by Roman into Rusev off of the steps. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Simple finish, good finish. I didn't mind this match. I, I thought, to be honest with you, like usually at a pay-per-view at a big show, you want to start off hot. Now, okay, I got it. You got to start with a sell because, like I said, I said that on Friday they're going to start with a sell. But I think that... The, the two guys, you know, Rusev and Reigns, should have worked quicker for the first couple of minutes, like more intensity, more aggressive. They kind of just went into sales-style pacing too early on, in my opinion, just 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 speaking as a former wrestler. No one else is going to, like, kind of dwell on that. I'm not going to dwell on it either, but just a little something that I noticed early in the match. But they, they picked up the pace as they went along. But, um, you know, that, that, I thought it was fine. I mean, I thought the match was good. Like I said, I like the finish. And, you know, you knew Roman Reigns was going to win it. Well, I knew it. I just felt it. And, and uh, sure enough, he did. So, um, you know, that's a deal on that. Hey, who we got here? Brad from Oklahoma. You're on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz. Ahoy, Captain. Ahoy. Good moment, sir. What's going on? First time, long time. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, back city. What's going on, buddy? I wanted to get your thoughts on the the finish on the the new day and Sheamus and Cesaro last night. Uh, I really kind of thought it was lazy booking. Yes, yes, I agree with you, Brett. It was lazy booking because it's complacent. It's complacent booking because the new day, those titles. I've been. I feel like I'm a broken record every time these guys work. I say the same thing over and over because it's true. Take the effing belts off them. God, they're on TV too much, Brett. They're on. They talk. They have them talking too much, Brett. Did you watch the pre-show? I missed the pre-show. You didn't miss much. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> they had them on there in a sit-down gimmick, just completely bullying and picking on uh, uh, Stickman Jones. Uh, what's his name? Tom Phillips. He was doing the, the, the social media Q&A. That's all the work, that thing. And, uh, right. and, and, and all it was was let's pick on uh, Tom Phillips Day. It was like DX and, uh, and Michael Cole uh, take two. That's what it was like. You know what I mean? Trying to reinvent the wheel. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. Brad, thank you for calling from Oklahoma. I appreciate it, buddy. Um, thanks for being the first time in a long time. Boomer Sooner. As you always say. Boomer Sooner. You can't, you can't. You, look, they had the New Day on the freaking 
They had him on the pre-show. The segment, I felt like it was three hours. Then even before their match, I felt like... Then they're cutting the promo. It's like, stop. Please, stop. Stop with the steady diet of the New Day for every freaking show. Stop. So I just can't take it anymore. Just please, please stop, please. A friend of mine texted me during the break, by the way. Yeah, I know why I'm listening to your show. He goes live at TashShow.com. You're angry because your Bills got their piss beat out of them by the Patriots. Yes. That's not why I'm angry. But I was angry. I'm not even angry. I'm, I'm kind of angry. I just, I'm disappointed. I take three hours and watch these shows. Enough. I'm a busy guy. I mean, really. I'm a busy man. I'm very successful. You know this. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? Very, very successful. I, I'm very busy. Don't want my time wasted. Bailey Dana Brooke. Okay. It was a raw match. It was a raw match. It really was. It, it, the match was just like throwaway Jones. Bailey won. The right girl won. Uh, you know, they tried to sell to us, the, the, the writers of the gimmick here, that the injury to the shoulder from the arm wrestling competition. Hey, uh, WWE and, and everybody... I think the shoulder injury is from the week before. Listen to me, sir. Listen to me. Okay. Don't you dare try to destroy my show before you leave it, okay? <laughs> I'm not trying to destroy anything. <laughs> it's only because I think Bailey got thrown into the uh You think I don't post. know that? Do you really think... Have you ever been thrown into a post? No. Okay, I have. Of course, I. when I see that, I have memories of being thrown into a post. Maybe I forgot that. But I'll tell you this much. What I didn't forget was the implications and the overtones of the arm wrestling match that they, was, they were talking about it. Like she, and they had Bailey in a, on the set in the pre-show with the same panel that's now Raw Talk show. I tweeted that too. Raw, we got a new sh- Raw Talk, where have I heard that phrase before? <laughs> oh, yeah, we've used it actually on the show. <laughs> they don't always steal from you, Taz. They kind of do. I was going to make fun of them. Like, how long did it take the creative team to come up with, we need a new post show. Let's call it Raw Talk. That's great. <laughs> I think Taz might have reacted to our show. Ah, no one knows Taz. Please. Stop hey, e- you know Taz, by the way. It's not ECW anymore. Nobody know, Nobody remembers him. Don't worry about it. Bastards. Tell you this right now. You can't remind me of the arm wrestling match. You can't do that. Because when you do that on the broadcast, I, I, I want to take my laptop. I watched the show on my laptop uh, as I was watching the, the Eagles and the uh, Dallas Cowboy game. I wanted to take my laptop, every any reference of arm wrestling, and throw my laptop into my bar in my one room. I have a gigantic bar with tons of liquor. And I just drink. I just, just, just drink it while I watch wrestling. So we have some similarities. Yeah, like you, like hard, hard. Li- Bro, I, I don't even drink Southern Comfort. They, get, they made one for me called Hardened Comfort. Yes. <laughs> hardened Comfort. Yeah, I just guzzle that, man. Just drink that. Jack Daniels smooth. Jack Daniels black. Just drink it like muck. 
You know, I mean? Johnny Walker Black, right? Yeah, that one too. I drink them all, <laughs> but I just I, I take my lap, I throw it at the bar, smoking cigars in the house. Oh yeah, very healthy environment. Don't remind me that there was an arm wrestling match, because it sucks. Stop. Don't talk about arm wrestling. That barely on the pre-show with the new panel of Raw Talk, which is the same panel of the post the pre-show. Everyone that's in the Hall of Fame. I think they, I'm starting to think people get put in the Hall of Fame just to be put on a panel to say they're in the Hall of Fame. I'm starting to, I'm wondering, like, what are we doing? You got to be a Hall of Famer to be on a panel. And all of those people on that panel, Jerry Lawler, Booker T, Lita, all earned and should be Hall of Famers, and they are. It's, but it's, and they, they, they should be. They, and, but there's a lot of people that aren't in the Hall of Fame yet that should be. It's a whole other topic. I know that. But I'm just saying, like, but because they're there and on the pre-show, it's like we can really hype it more to sell our own propaganda to build our own credibility. Not on the wrestlers, on their brand. That's what they're doing. I'm not necessarily against it, but that that's partial. But that's sidetrack, Jones. So uh, you, you, I'm just saying, you can't have a panel and then just say, oh, by the way, uh, Raw Talk is a new show. Uh, same panel, Jones. So yeah, the same people are going to be on that show. It's the same show with a different name. That's like CBS is going to be a new, give me a new show. It's going to be called Snap Mayor Jones, okay? <laughs> and I'm going to do it right here in this studio, sitting right in this spot with a producer sitting right over there. And we're going to shoot it the same way. We're going to, I'm going to talk about the same stuff. I'm going to act the same way. But we're going to make the colors instead of orange or black, yellow and blue. And it'll be called Snap Mayor Jones. It's the same show. Someone's taking that Twitter right now. Snap Mayor Jones. That's being, <laughs> let's see if someone has it. Hold on. Someone will have that. Not guaranteed. You can't remind me about arm wrestling, guys. Let Dana wrestle Bailey. Okay, let them have a match. It's a raw match. I got it. Whatever. Dana got good heat on his shoulder. She did. I like the heat. I like what she did. Okay, I, I, I was watching the belly to belly to belly to belly that Bailey does. As I'm watching, somebody tweeted me. I apologize. I don't remember who you are. And said, man, that belly to belly doesn't look strong at all. And that person was right. And I was thinking the exact same thing. And, you know, how belly to belly or belly to belly was a lot cooler on NXT. And I like Bailey. I, I think I, you guys know I praise Bailey a lot out here. I think she might want to think about doing a different type of finish or something a little bit more intense, something a little more physical. Because it just looked better. On, do you agree with that or not really? Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking doing something else, maybe that guillotine that she'd used to defeat Nia Jax. Well, I'm not going to sit here and start suggesting moves to the young lady. I'm just saying that that move might not be the way to go, Captain. You made me think of another way she won the match. She won no the one match. cares. Listen, stop it. This is not about you. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> you made me think of other ways Bailey has won matches in the past. What are those ways? With the guillotine, for instance. I didn't know that. <laughs> I really, really didn't know that. I, I don't know people's move sets like every I just remember thing. it because Bailey, I, I was kind of surprised how Bailey beat Nia Jax. When oh, really? They faced. Yeah. Okay, that's great. I'm very proud of you. Right, look, I got to go to break here. 
Uh, other side of break, continue with the Hell in a Cell talk. Uh, we'll take more calls here uh, at uh, 866-475-2948. Very busy show. Uh, Taz show, Hell in a Cell, uh, kind of a rant. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, back here on the Taz Show, one hour down, another hour to go. We're going to go to Facebook Live in a little while, in about 30 minutes. Talking uh, a lot of Hell in a Cell here. A trending uh, trend. The show's been trending since uh, hashtag the Taz Show. Hashtag the Taz Show has been trending uh, for the past hour since the tippy top of the show. So thank you guys for all of that. Let's keep it rocking. Um, I will get into the uh, main event of the Women's Championship between Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair, as she's now known. Uh, in, a, in a second here, and I just want to let you guys know, man, uh, you want to know what the ultimate side hustle is? You want to make some extra cash? Very simple deal, guys. <clears throat> My friends over at Uber, okay, driving with Uber is a new way that you can earn extra cash whenever you want, okay? It's not just another J-O-B, not just another job. It's totally flexible the way you earn. You can just turn off the app on and off, just like you do your car anytime you want. You turn the app on, boom, boom, boom. You have a few spare hours here and there? Drive with Uber. You make some money. You ever want to be your own boss like me? Look at me. I'm not my own boss. Do that with Uber. I bet you make a great boss. I'm a great boss. That's why everybody quits the show. Drive with Uber and you are your own boss. If you're driving right now and you're listening to me, you should be making money. Uber is the way to go. So look, if you enjoy earning extra cash, there's something, and, and, and if there's something special you'd like to buy, your car can start making you money. Start. Go ahead. Get your side hustle on, guys. Sign up to drive with Uber today. Go to uber.com slash drive now. That's uber.com slash drive now. U-B-E-R dot com slash drive now. So a very busy show. It's been packed loaded, swamped all the way through. And it's just getting rolling, to be honest with you. Because I have more stuff I want to say. Hey, who we got here? We got Jeremy from uh, Georgia. You're on the Taz Show. Hey, what's up? How you doing, buddy? Actually, Yasser from Queens. Oh, really? Yasser from Queens. Okay, great. Well, sorry about that, buddy. How you been, Yasser? What's going on, man? What's up, Taz? How you doing? Good, good, good. Good, not bad. What's up? Talk to me. From our previous conversation last week, I would just like to point out that Triple H himself actually told the writers to have six months of creative ready in advance. So I guess that's why they haven't been doing that. So I guess well, they, that's why they've been failing. I'm sorry, you, you, you've read this someplace? Mm-hmm, online. Yeah, why, 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 why does that mean it's true, though, Yasser? Why does that mean, just because you read that online, that, that doesn't mean it's true. Like, like if, you know what I'm so you got to be careful where you guys read stuff. If it's like a... You know, PW Insider or something like I, that. I forgot. I forgot where it was from. No, I'm, fine. I'm not. I'm not asking that, bro. But I'm saying it's just be careful. Like if you call me, Yasser, I know you call the show a lot. You're a regular fan, and I love you. I appreciate that, dude. I really do. You're a Queens. Mm-hmm. You're a Queens boy, my man. I got it. But just be careful. Like with me, like some stuff. Like when you guys say I read it online, stuff like that. A lot of that stuff you got to take with a grain of salt. I'm just telling you. I, I don't. Okay. You know, I mean, it could be true. It could be true. I'm not saying it's not. But I'm just saying, even if Triple H did do that, Yasser, even if he did that, it's still bad. I don't care if he told them get six months of creative, get ten months of creative. It's bad. Mm-hmm. They they should have buttoned up that story or now or less or 
at the very least, lead us someplace else with Triple H and where they're going. You know what I'm saying? That's all. That's I, all I mean. I, I have another question. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, thanks. Um, yeah. So, so Charlotte and uh, Sasha, uh, they're trying to not make Charlotte lose at the pay per views. They're trying to make. They're, they're trying to do what now? I said they're trying to let like Charlotte. She's not losing at the pay per views. So, do you think? Like an undertaker, right undertaker gimmick. Yeah. Do you think that's the right decision? No. Long term. No. And do you think no, uh, Sasha is gonna? Do you think they're gonna have her drop the belt to Sasha at Mania or somebody else? Well, if they're gonna go this route, which it seems like they are, and I don't disagree with you, Yasha. Somebody tweeted me that earlier too, earlier this morning about, and I. Not, you know, it's obvious what, when when they bring attention to it about her lack of losing and stuff like that at pay-per-views. Their record, just like they did with New Day, they're big into these records that they create. <laughs> the records that they write, it's their own propaganda. I say it all the time. It's like, you know, it's a record. But it's a work. You're, you're making the record. You're deciding. Yes. So I, I don't know. I don't think she'll drop it at Mania. I think they're going to keep it on her a while. Let's see how the story evolves. Let me take that back. Retract Jones. Maybe I should take that back. I don't know. Maybe. 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 maybe it's too early to say with Mania for me. I got to see where else they're going with Charlotte. Then I can give you an opinion in a few weeks or something like that. But the whole, you know, undefeated stuff, oh, the, the pay-per-view, this and that, it's like, come on. Stop. Just stop with everything. You know, just... Kaz is still trending. Oh, trending. Still trending. Yeah. <laughs> Love when the audience controls the destiny of the show. You know what I love mostly? That the show is trending. By the way, before I get more into... Uh, that's good English. Before I get <laughs> continue to go into Hell in a Cell. Big meeting today. Oh, big meeting, Jones. Oh. oh, big boss. Big boss man meeting. Big boss. Big meeting. Big meeting. This decides if I stay in the company or not. That's it? Today? This is it. Today's the day. <laughs> we find out. No. Big meeting today. So, what do I do? I'm going to go in and, like, pfft, Big Dick Johnson. Yeah! What's going on? Trended the whole show. Oh, yeah. Nice to see you. How you been? The whole thing. Yep, we trended there the whole show. Yeah, my audience is huge. They love me. Uh, you know, it's a topical trend, Taz. It's not really a, uh, you know, that's what it's like. Yeah, but... Uh, it's, well, it's just kind of like a little trend. <laughs> Typical corporate America. Got their thumb on me. <laughs> thumb down, Jones. Bastards. They're all out to get me. All of them. James in Boston, you're on the Taz Show. Don't talk about the Patriots. What's going on? <laughs> what's shaking, brother? How you doing, man? What's going on, man? Not much. You know, this whole weekend was fantastic. Oh, my here we go. Here we go. Son, <laughs> hey, my son's football team All right. wins their last game of the season. They That's get awesome. ready to go to the playoffs. Nice, nice. Chelsea Football Club wins. That's the soccer. Patriots. Yeah. Yes, the soccer. Yeah, I know. Patriots. And then I'm, I'm like, the oh, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm getting ready to watch Hell in the Cell with the wife on the couch, and it turns into what? In the hell in the cell is going on. What when the hell you in the cell? Put the men's championship way below. It's ridiculous. I understand you don't have the history of the universal title like you do in the world championship, 
but that's the belt that counts. I know, not but they the got to make it count. That's what I was saying earlier, James. They got to make it count, right? And that's what they're not doing. That's why people – I don't think a lot of people realize what I was saying earlier, that because of the prestige, people will see me tweet like, oh, you're not happy about it because it's not the – somebody implied, and it's tough on Twitter. Things get lost in translation. But, you know, like like I had a problem because it was the women's in the main, women in the main event. That wasn't it at all. It's just that the belt oh, – yeah. that's not it. That's not, I have nothing against the girls. It's just that the, the, the universal title was <clears> – <throat> the title itself, is not made. That's my, my whole thing is on this, you know? You gotta make this thing. You gotta make it. Thank you, James, for calling from Boston. You gotta make it. It's too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. I am wrong. It's not too late. That's the beauty of the WWE. And Vince knows it. Their creative team, them, whatever, they could F up as much as they want and the bulk of his audience we're still gonna be there. We're st- because there's nobody. <sighs> Sorry, my beard was itchy. There's nobody. There's no company that's up his ass right now. Like back in the 90s with Nitro and Eric Bischoff and all that stuff. And that became the attitude error because he, was in, he, being Vince, was motivated. Vince is creating his own competition against each other. SmackDown, Raw, and all that kind of BS. There's nobody throttling after him. There's nobody after him. There's nobody up his ass. So they get complacent with the booking. And they know that we're going to be there. Yeah, we might lose a few fans here and there, but the bulk will be there. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Just keep the title on Kevin Owens. The internet fans, they won't care. Play Jericho's music at the end. They'll be fine. I'm telling you. It's complacent booking. And Vince is right. He's right. We're not going anywhere. I Look, I, I love when they do good stuff. I love promoting them and talking positive about them. I don't about love promoting them. Let me take that back. I like talking positive about them. I'm a positive guy. Positive Pete. You know that. I'm not a negative guy. When it's due. Yeah. I speak positivity all the time. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> positivity all the time? Well, no, I try to be nice. What are you nuts? I think I'm positive sometimes. A little. What are you turning this guy into? I just think that you you have to give me something that I could be positive about. And a lot of us, that's what we want. We want to we want to put our time in. We want to enjoy the show. We want to take team titles. Well, let me let me back up a little bit. Cru- cruise away, okay? Cruise away. So I talked about the universal title. I didn't talk about uh, Enzo and Cass, that, that uh, uh, Anderson and Gallows, the whole thing with them. Um, I- I'm glad that the heels won, Anderson and Gallows. I am. I'm glad they won. It was on Enzo, <clears throat> which doesn't hurt Enzo. That's, the, you know, that's not going to hurt him. Now do something with it. WWE, you, you had Anderson and Gallows win. Now do something with it. Do something. Gun after the new day. Do something with it. Do something. You know what I mean? Because let's make that matter. See, that that's what good booking is. We'll get them over on the pay-per-view. But now let's make it matter on Raw the next day. You know, that that's that's the right way to do it. And if you look at their Raw preview, that's it. Raw's in, uh, I think, Hartford tonight in Connecticut. So if you look at their preview, it, it, it says, should Cesaro and Sheamus get a rematch against the new day? 
So what's probably going to happen is they'll do a promo segment, maybe with the New Day, and God, enough with the New Day, and Cesaro and Sheamus, and then maybe Anson Gallows come out. Say, yo, 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 what up? We don't, we don't get a shot. We had a nice victory over Enzo Cash yesterday. What, what about us? Maybe they go that route. Get them involved. Get Anderson and Gallo involved. Don't just give them a throwaway win. Seriously. You know what I mean? Like, it's so important. Because you gave them a nice win. Now, now capitalize on the win. Cruiserweight match. So I already talked about Kevin Owens and, uh, and Seth Rollins and Chris Jericho. Uh, the Cruiserweight match, you know, uh, Perkins and Kendrick, I kind of called this too, I think. I told you Kendrick would win and be the new Cruiserweight champion. Um, it's the right thing to do. And I like TJ Perkins. He's he's awesome worker. He's ultra talented and all that stuff. But I do think that um, the right way to go is with Kendrick. He's a better character. He's he's a better promo guy. He can he can talk you into the building, you know. Um, it, it works. Possum Jones right here. You know he did the he did the possum gimmick where he was her and then you know uh, T.J. Perkins was concerned because they are friends. Oh my God, he hurt his knee. Oh my God, I, I thought that was a little hokey. I thought it was a little weak. It made T.J. look a little soft because it was kind of it wasn't like some catastrophic thing that happened to Brian Kendrick. I know a lot of times it doesn't have to be, but. It didn't look like it was like, oh, my God, what happened to him? That TJ had to sit on the bottom turnbuckle holding his face like, oh, my God, I hope my friend is not injured for life. Like, come on, dude, it's wrestling. And then it was a nice headbutt into the gimmick finish that he does, the captain's hook, which they hacked from you, Captain. Totally. And uh, and you got a new victory, a, a tap-out victory, I should say. And a new Cruiserweight champion by Brian Kendrick. I thought it was a good match, though. I mean, I, I like the way both these guys work. And TJP's very good. So he he's not going anywhere. They, they, you know, they, they, he's got to, you know, he's got to be careful. He don't end up in that same world that Neville's in. You know, that you're a tremendous talent, slightly undersized, tremendous talent, always reliable, have an amazing match. And we're just going to keep you right there, you know, lower mid-card Jones. You know, you got to be careful of that. And that could be where T.J. Perkins ends up, but he'll still be in the company. He ain't going anywhere. I'm sure he's got a solid contract and, and all that stuff, and he should, rightfully so. Well, tag team title match, okay, with uh, Sheamus and Cesaro against the New Day. You know, Kofi was not in the match. He cut a long-ass promo. I just, I, I don't want to get into it, whatever. Okay, so during the match, I thought it was a good match for the most part. It was okay. There were some clunky spots. It was okay. The finisher, Cesaro, had a sharpshooter on Xavier, right? On the outside, uh, Trombone Jones. What's his name? Uh, so Seamus hit uh, Kofi with the trombone. No, Seamus hit uh, Big E with the trombone. Stop bragging. <laughs> and um, the ref DQ'd it. I, you know, but no one came in the ring. Not, you know, wrestling, right? The rules. It's like, you know, it's a little sketchy at times, as we know, but. No, like, I felt weird on this DQ. I felt weird. Right? Am I, did I, am I don't, did anyone get in the ring and, and disrupt the sharpshooter? No. Big E was trying to, and that's when I think right, Shane but he didn't get in the him. ring, yeah, and no. then the ref turned and DQ'd it. After it, he saw Kofi. Hit. Yes, yeah. they did the old school. The winner by disqualification, Sheamus and Cesaro, so you get the mild pop. Uh, not pop up, heel boo, 
But the New Day retains the championship. That's like old WWF stuff. Like, <laughs> it's so throwback, Jones. Nobody got in the ring. I I have a slight problem with it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I, I've wrestled a few matches. I've announced a couple of them. I'm just saying, like, it's a little funky for me. Bitch fist, man. Bitch fest. Don't forget Xavier Woods was tapping out as the ref was ringing the bell for the DQ. But the ref didn't see it because no. trombone yeah, city. Exactly. I don't know, man. Whole show was just a, just a mess. It was a wreck. Just a lot of just disjointed city. Just everything. It was just 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 a little you know, bother me a little bit. Oh, Toro in uh, Connecticut. You're on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, good moment, sir. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> How was eight months notice Jones doing there? <laughs> eight months notice. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> hey, so uh, I noticed uh, yesterday a couple of things, and I know you'll, you'll jump right in. One is, uh, how the hell do you have announcers bury the two... Uh, Two candidates who are lost in the hell in the cell in Jericho and Rollins by reminding us that they got pinned by Rollins. I, I know, and they showed B-roll earlier. They were just trying, I think what they were doing, the company, the production-wise, they were just trying to make, you know what I mean, make, make Seth Rollins because they know Seth is going to lose the match. So they're trying, and in and, and their mind, which is not wrong, it helps Kevin Owens because now he just beat the guy who beat two guys. And he was one of the two guys, if that makes sense. But they took all of Kevin Owens' heat away, Arturo, like once Jericho hit that code breaker. Okay, and 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 that code breaker is to set up something with uh, Owens, I'm sorry, with um, Jericho and Seth Rollins, in my opinion. And I guess Owens, I would assume he'll be incorporated in the angle, you know what I mean, to some degree. We'll have to see tonight, um, you know, what, what they do here. That they're, they're kind of being... Uh, they're kind of being vague in their raw preview. They're not really saying much about anything with the universal title. It says, you know, hail to the queen. That's for, for, for the new women's champion, and that's great for Charlotte. Uh, they're talking about Brian Kendrick 2.0, Arturo, in the raw preview. Uh, they don't say, you know, squat about the friggin' yeah. universal title. There's nothing. Uh, you know, it's something else you were mentioning earlier, and I got to agree. You know, the opportunity, I mean— Triple H came back and dropped the receipt back on Reigns. We know that. Inside but, baseball term. I like it, Arturo. But the thing is, is that that was the prime opportunity. Even if it was just one more appearance, Triple H with Kevin Owens to raise his hand and say, this is the man that's going to carry us, it would have just been, it would have it would have put the validation to that belt yeah. a lot better down. A real simple exclamation point. That's what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. That's, and you're that's, right. You're right, dude. And that's exactly right. And that's what I'm saying. They should have did something. Arturo, thank you for calling. The Taz Show, I appreciate it, all the way from Connecticut. But he's not wrong. People understand. When I explain, they understand. But again, I'm looking at the preview, the raw preview. <sighs> Should Cesaro and Sheamus get a rematch? Ces- Survivor Series build-up. So I guess that's the universal title thing. It might be uh, for the two teams, you know. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, Hail to the Queen. I said that's definitely Charlotte. I like that title for a tease. Brian Kendrick 2.0. That's because he's the new Cruiserweight champion. The one who beat the one. 
No, that's is that Goldberg. That's Goldberg, yeah. What what about the effing Universal Champion Kevin Owens? Jiminy Crickets. Oh, what are you turning this guy into? What are we doing? Who did Kevin piss off? Damn it. Even the Jericho Seth, if I'm those guys, I'm pissed. Why am I not mentioning the preview to some degree? You don't know where you're going with me? That's why I do think there was a slight audible with that, that code breaker by Chris. And I gave you a lot of like kind of little secret, secret Jones Jones. I think the ref by defense when Chris was trying to get out buzzed him a little bit. I think there was something there. While the other ref said something to, to Seth. And then boom, 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 code breaker Jones. And then uh, they played Chris's music on the way out, which they still should have and could have played Kevin Owens' music, even though Chris hit the move. But they're not going to play his music because they're going, I think, with Seth and Chris and or a turn where Chris ends up being a babyface to some degree. It's got to be against Kevin. I'm just looking up here uh, during Raw Talk after the event yesterday. Oh, the new show. Yeah, the, yeah. the new show. I love Ro- the title. Roman Reigns said that he wants to be Universal Champion. Oh, really? So that means they'll continue. Not going to you no know, segue out of that, but he's got the U.S. title. And they don't even mention that in the preview. By the way, how are we doing on social media? I'm just curious, that word, the T word. I don't the know T how. T word. We're going to check that out. T word? Let's check it out. No, it's like when you're a worldwide something like, what is it? Uh, trending, they call it, right? Oh, that's know. your technical yeah, term. Technical, yes. Taz oh. is trending. Oh, groovy, baby. Taz is trending again. Yeah! Yeah! You thought I sucked! <sighs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uncomfortable silence. I don't know. It was pretty comfortable. That was pretty comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you gotta, you gotta go somewhere. You gotta, you gotta tell us as an audience something. You're going someplace. What the universal title? It's not in the preview. And again, I told you guys, if you're just joining the show now, I mentioned why my problem with it being in the mid-card, what it was. It's just that the title is not made enough yet to chuck it in the mid-card, meaning the universal title. That, that's what I said. So if you're just joining now. I'm not going to have to do that when I get the Facebook people on, too, because uh, it's all like, uh, <laughs> hey, Taz, what do you think happened? Like when on Facebook Live, they're going to be like, what, what do you think about Isn't it crazy that the women's title was, you know. That's Talk just, about the universal title, yeah. Taz. <laughs> Final 30 minutes, Jones. They, they don't listen to the first, you know, three quarters of the show. And that's why, you know what we're going to do soon? I'm going to say we're going to Facebook Live, and we're not going to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you'll go to Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'll show you guys. You don't, you don't want to just, you just want your free lunch. You want to turn on your stupid-ass Facebook and just put on a Taz show. Oh, look, there's Taz. Ah, 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 ah. He's standing with the captain. The guy was quitting. <laughs> the guy who left the captain, who left Taz high and dry. <laughs> Couldn't help but notice uh, Robbie the Viking on his Twitter yesterday. He tweeted something uh, about Hell in a Cell, and he, he used... H-I-A-C, which is the hashtag, but he forgot to put the actual hashtag in front of it. Uh, yeah, so that's the guy that could potentially be the new producer here. Not only that, he said something like he's taking a break from social media. A social media blackout during the event. Yeah, so AKA, uh, that means he didn't watch it on the cell, and he watched 
the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, that's what that means. That's what that means. Because he's NFC Jones. Because he's Mr. Viking and he's worried. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him, too. I need some big points out of Minnesota's defense tonight. Yeah, fake football Jones. Yeah, yeah. you need a lot of points. Otherwise, Seth, the KFJ, is going to beat you. Well, I throttled and beat the piss out of uh, uh, Video Brian. Beat him up bad, bro, in the fantasy football. Beat him by like 20. <laughs> Video Brian just said, I didn't realize 20 points means throttle. Oh, it was throttling. <laughs> That's right, Brian. You heard me. The throttle. And when you see the word, hey, Brian, when you see the word B-Y-E next to a player's name, <laughs> okay, you might want to not play him that week. Okay? You might. Yeah. I hear him yapping. What's he saying? I got to go to break in a minute here. What's he saying? He, I don't think he had enough people to put in. Well, that's his own fault. <laughs> you don't know how to manage your roster, son. You got to go and draft guys. I mean, uh, free, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, free agent Jones. You got you to pull guys. Playing with novices out here. He said he didn't even bother with his roster. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he bothered before the season when he talked all that smack to me that he's going to beat me. You can't say that to me, Brian, because I'm, I'm nuts. I'm insane. I, I, I live for the, the victories. What are you nuts? I got to go to break. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? All the side of break, uh, facebook.com slash the Taz Show if you want to watch the show there. Or you can continue watching live here at TazShow.com. A uh, trending edition of the show so far for an hour and a half. It's awesome. Thank you guys for making that happen. I will get into the women's championship match from Hell in a Cell last night on the other side of the break. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Fourth quarter city, guys. Monday edition of the Taz Show. A Halloween edition. Orange and black. People think, uh, Taz, you must love Halloween because orange and black. Actually, no, I really don't give a rat's ass about Halloween. Uh, excuse me. Uh, but um, we're on a Facebook Live, so we're at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Maybe you're checking out the show there. Maybe you're sticking around listening live at TazShow.com. I know a lot of people jumping on the show. It's a trending edition. We've been trending for the past hour and a half, I think, Cap, right? Pretty good, yes. Not ahead of Jones, yep. The whole show. Yes, sir. So it's pretty good. Talking a lot about Hell in a Cell, and for those that have just joined the show, um, what happened was I was chatting up a lot about, um, you know, my gripe, my biggest problem, my biggest problem with the Universal Championship being in the middle of the card last night as opposed to the main event. And had nothing to do, just recap Jones real quick for you guys that are just joining on. I know a lot of you people on Facebook are needy and selfish, and you want to take your free Facebook lunch, Jones, and just run with it. So what you missed, you missed a lot. You need to go back, listen to the audio on demand, and I give my true feelings on what my problem is with that Universal Championship being in the middle of the card. And the long and short of it is, is the title is not made enough yet. There's nothing against the girls. The girls deserve the main event. They worked the main event match. They kicked ass. My problem is that the Universal title is not prestigious enough yet because it's still in the building stage. And as I said, we know the champion they wanted was Finn Balor, but he got hurt. I love that they put it on Owens, but the way they're booking Owens, I've hated. Jericho by his side or Owens by Jericho's side, but any way you want to look at it, it's too much. Wayne Noon on Facebook Live goes, what are your thoughts on Hell in a Cell? <laughs> LOL. 
<laughs> he gets it. So, <laughs> just saying, it's 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 there's a lot of problems the way they handled that sh- that matchmaking last night. They kicked it off with a hell in a cell match of the U.S. title. I told you that would happen. I'm I was happy I was right about that. I think that was the right that match to kick it off with. I just really think it's about the universal title not being made. That's my biggest problem. And then playing Chris's music after the code breaker instead of playing Kevin Owens, it just shows you. And to top it all off, I didn't notice last night until I noticed it today that the Raw preview for tonight doesn't even mention the universal title, doesn't even mention Chris Jericho, doesn't mention Kevin Owens, the champion, doesn't mention Seth Rollins. But the captain said on their new post show, Raw Talk, poopy name, same people on a panel, same show, different name, different guy, different time. Pretty much. That the Roman Reigns, not Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns said, I want to be the Universal Champion. So maybe he'll be incorporated in the angle, but he's the U.S. Champion. Or maybe he won't, and it was just an example of them doing the right thing, where a guy like Roman Reigns is small enough to know, I want to be the champion, the universal champion. Because if, if I'm in this company, I want to be the, the main champion on this brand. Well, then you know what? Roman Reigns, you should want to be the woman's champion. Will you stop? And what I mean is they, they, the woman's title is being handled more prestigiously and being handled the right way. Not just because it was in the main event, but it's being handled the right way. Sasha, even though she lost the title last night, was handled the right way. So, if you look at it on, uh, like on SmackDown, yeah, I just saw it just here, right here, actually. Uh, David Santiago said... They do not make Kevin Owens uh, a legit heel. He said heel. I guess he meant heel as the Miz on SmackDown. Yeah, well, I agree with you. I agree with David. He's right. The whole SmackDown thing is that's a whole other sort of way they're handling it. You know, they're handling, they're handling this stuff for the most part the right way. The World Championship, that means something. You know what I'm saying? It really does. And look, at this is not, again, I, I am a fan of that, of Charlotte. I'm a fan of Sasha, and I love that match last night. I thought it felt like a main event. Everything. I have some critique on some things that I would do on, would have done different on it, just to give you like a, you know, just a, uh, you know, a different perspective, you know what I mean? Like uh, on stuff that they could have did, just a little armchair booking, uh, if you don't mind. Like, okay, they started off the match, which we've seen a lot of matches this happen, where... They start off with the baby face is in harm's way, has, you know, she's got, got some heat put on her. She's physically beat up before the match even starts because of the attack by the heel. Okay, this has been done in the business a lot, and it'll be done again, and it's good. There's nothing wrong with it. You can't do it all the time. And I think WWE, for the most part, is good at sprinkling this and spreading this type of heat out. It's good, it's good though. It's not bad. But here's where I would have went a little different. I like everything they did outside the shell, the cell. I like what they did with Charlotte and, and the, the bump on the announce desk. It was sick. I mean, you know, this girl, Sasha, she better get bonus. She busted her ass out there. I mean, she worked hard. She's a little girl, man. And she really worked hard. She's got to be feeling it big time today. You know, and I like all of that. What I didn't like was that, now follow me here. They end up putting Sasha on a gurney, on a stretcher. 
all the medical staffs out there. Charlotte's doing the right thing. Say, give me my belt. Where's my belt? I'm the new champ. She gets in the ring. They even go as far as having the ref in the ring about to hand Charlotte the belt and the ring announcer to say the new champ because Charlotte, um, because Sasha can't continue, is Charlotte. And that makes Sasha snap. I kind of knew that was going to happen. I hate to be like, I knew that was going to happen, but I actually did. Um, when I watched it, I knew that's where they were going to go because they're not going to you know, screw you over having a match. Here's my biggest problem. S- they had Sasha go from zero to 100 in about 30 seconds. Think about what I just told you. Why did, what they should have done while I'm watching it was instead of having Sasha like she's dead, neck brace Jones, she's just shot. She can't do nothing. She can't. They moved her on a gurney. Ah, oh, she sold it. It was great what she did. It was awesome what she sold. Watch at one point. I think the ref or somebody accidentally grabbed to move her back on the gurney, and Sasha was smart enough to keep selling. She grabbed the neck like, ah, oh, from someone who's been in this position on a shoot, me, I, I felt her there. I felt the pain she was in, even though she was working. They shouldn't have went that far with it. Put her on a gurney, go to put the neck brace on her, have her say, as she's laying down, guys, I think I can go. I'm okay. Let the mic pick her up. Have the announcers shut up, have them lay out, and let's hear her. I think I'm okay, guys. I think I can do this. I'm okay. I, I can work. I can gr- Don't let us say wrestle. I can work. So it's like quasi shoot Jones, right? I can work. I can work. Let me get in there. No, no, no. You have to for the betterment. The thought, no, you can't, blah, 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 whatever. And meanwhile, in the ring is Charlotte doing what she did. Charlotte was great. Sasha, I think, they had her oversell before she got off that, that stretcher, that gurney. And then she went full throttle. That, to me, was a little bit of a, like, ugh. When you're working people, you got to work them all the way. You know, like, like, off Kirkpatrick III here on Facebook Live. He gets what I'm saying. Too far Jones. Exactly. And I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with the stretcher gimmick, but you got to have her, Sasha, give pushback. I'm good. I'm good. I think I could. It's okay, guys. Thank you. I'm okay. I'm okay. Instead of her being dead. Oh, my God. Oh, she's selling, selling. I, you know, I mean, I have nothing against the girl the way she sells. She's great, but I just think it's too. You get me, dude? No, I understand that. I was thinking, I've seen uh, Dolph Ziggler does that a lot, too. Dolph Ziggler. Oh, what, oversells? Yeah, like just popping up. Oh, after well, if, uh, there's a difference between like a no. You mean like a no sell? That's different. I'm not talking about no selling. I'm thinking of like instances where, say, Dolph will be on the outside of the ring and the ref will be counting, and the ref will hit nine, and then all of a sudden, oh. pops right back up and jumps back in. And uh, Christian Lagas Despedia uh, has some <laughs> <laughs> kind of breaking news on Facebook Live. He goes, "The Taz Show is a work." Uh, what, <laughs> sir? Please. Don't, don't jump on Facebook. Live. That's these, your real name. These people on Facebook will, will eat your lunch. Please don't come out of here with dumb things like that. <laughs> work. If it's a work, I'm getting paid a lot more money. I, I would be getting paid a lot more money. Jacob McKeeb said the punch was badass, though, on the refs and EMTs. I agree with that. That yeah. is no doubt. That I agree with all that. But that that's even to my point more where I just don't have a completely dead on that gurney. Oh, now, oh, look at this on the Facebook Live. Now I'm getting a bunch of thumbs up, and now I'm getting freaking Halloween heads, the orange head. What do you call it? The pumpkin head? Oh, the pumpkin head. Oh, Jesus, Halloween. That's the angry uh, face. They've, they've uh, updated them for the uh, oh, really? for the holiday today, so that uh, pumpkin is the angry face. No one cares. Interesting. So, um, anyway, so <laughs> that that my, my thought on this whole thing, please stop at the pumpkins, okay, because I'll shut the whole show down. I don't want to see pumpkins anymore. Enough. 
Don't well, make Taz do it. You know, really, we're not we're not nine years old here. Let's let's grow up, please. <laughs> stop, okay? Stop. We have a couple of Snickers bars later on, a Reese's peanut butter cup. You're good. The fun size one. Yeah, the big boy. Don't go crazy. But that, that look, Sasha and Charlotte were physical as hell. Physical. Those girls were in a main event slot. They were proud to be in it, and you know they went in there, apologized ahead of time, and beat each other's ass and worked hard. Sasha, Sasha, Charlotte Flair, great job, girls. Awesome, 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 awesome job. Seriously. And I don't think anybody doubted it was going to be awesome. It was absolutely off the chain. Those girls, I mean, they worked super hard. The finish kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. A lot of people look confused. I think maybe, I wasn't looking at my clock, my watch, my, my, my watch. What time was it, Jones? Big Ben City. I'm, I'm not looking at my watch while I'm doing a show. I'm watching a show, I should say. But it must have been that that she got counted down quick and didn't realize it was coming. Yeah, it was a little anticlimactic. But yeah. It looked like they ran over. Yeah. But the spot right before the go home, oh, man. She flung Sasha on the table like, yo, it was like, <laughs> yo, that was physical. That was nasty looking, man. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I guess they're going to have Charlotte run with this whole that she's undefeated, that pay-per-view type thing. Because they wouldn't have made, put a spotlight on it if they weren't going to do that. I think it's a little early to do that. Remember, with Undertaker, that kind of happened by accident over years and years and years. And I just find it so intriguing and funny that the WWE just, they promote their own propaganda of records when they control the records. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just such, just, it's, I guess as I get older, it's like, it's more annoying. You know? Really. Thought I was a micromanager and controlling? <laughs> Man, they're ten times worse than me, dude. Oh God, now I'm getting all pumpkin heads on the on the instead of thumbs up. I can't do a show like this. I can't work like this. All right, Brian, we're gonna have to tear it down. Oh, rip it down, guys. Let's go. Tear it down. What do I work at Party City now? I got freaking <laughs> I got goblins. I got people sending all sorts of freak things out of me here. Hmm. Anyway, look, Charlotte, Sasha, again, tip my cap. Those girls really, really worked their tails off, and uh, and there's no doubt. I don't care if they, they would have worked that way if they're in the main event or the opening match. It, it didn't matter. They would have worked the same way. Seriously, they would have. I'm telling you right now, they would have. Because that's what you're taught. That's you work your ass off if you know, no matter where you're on a card. Because you're trying to get to the main event. And now you're at the main event. You want to be there. So, you know, those girls are motivated. Because they were probably like, yo, they're, putting, they're giving us op- this opportunity. And some people might be pissed that we're in the main event as two females. Let's show them. That's motivation. We saw Sasha and Bailey at an NXT. Uh, I think it was in, you were at the show in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. What was that? When Sasha you were and Bailey, the takeover. Main event. Uh, SummerSlam prior to this yeah. year. And they were yeah. in the main event, right? Was it a no, sell? They was weren't it? the they weren't the last match. What was recently they were in the main event? Were, were those two girls in the main event on NXT? I'm trying to remember what they had the Iron Woman match, didn't they? Why you ask me questions like that? I don't have the answers. <laughs> I'm trying um, to remember too. Someone on Facebook Live will know. Fans a lot of fans know the history better than me, that's for sure. I, I you know, I don't know all the like, nooks and crannies of the history. I mean, that's uh we got here uh, Jesus in uh, Houston, you're on the Taz show. 
Hey, Dad, how you doing? Good, buddy. What's up, man? Ahoy, Captain. Ahoy. What's going hey, I'm on? I'm that you're leaving, dude. <laughs> What's up? Oh, yeah, sorry he's leaving. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, um, <laughs> man. It's like he's pulling punk on you. But yeah, okay. I hear you. I hear you, bro. What's going on, buddy? Anyways, no, I just wanted to ask, uh, uh, I'm, I'm currently in, a, like, wrestling school. But I just wanted to see, like, uh, just get some advice. Like, how would you, like, what would you recommend uh, a young kid like me, like, how to go about things? Uh, what's your uh, age? What is your age? Twenty-one. Uh, All right. Well, that's that's a good age to start. I mean, you know, uh, you're in Houston. So, are you going to Booker T School? Uh, yes. Well, that's great. Right there, you're off to a good start. Listen to anything Booker tells you, and the people that he has in charge. Just be patient. Eyes open. Ears open, mm-hmm. eyes open, ears open, mouth shut. Bottom line, it, brother. That's it, man. And just, just, just pay attention and be patient. The most, don't expect nothing. Fast and most importantly, respect. Have respect for everybody, your contemporaries and guys senior to you. Anybody, I don't care if it's the guys who are cleaning the locker room or guys that are delivering lunch. Whoever it is, you respect people. Uh, especially around your trainer, around a guy like Booker and 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 his crew, because uh, that's what it's all about. It's about respect and patience, and uh, and and just taking your time and keep your eyes and ears open. And good luck to you, Jesus. And thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Good luck to you, school teacher Jones over here. Taz is still trending. Oh no no no! He's still trending. Here he is, trending trending. And you're leaving this. You, sir, might be, quite possibly, the thumbest man ever to live. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Whatever it is you're going to do, Captain. I'm there, leaving on a high note. There is no way. <laughs> there is no way you will ever have. I'm going to say it a bad way. There is no <laughs> way that you will ever have the success that you are having here. <laughs> there is no way that you will have the fun you're having here. And how about the gigantic, massive paycheck you're leaving on the table? Will you stop? What are you doing? Buy a hat. Come on. All the free t-shirts you're getting from Pro Wrestling Tees and Clotheslined. That ends, dude. Dude, could you, you email me or text me? Hey, Taz, can I get the new Jabba 2 shirt? <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, and you are, sir? Why are you texting me? And I'll bang you. Said you were going to announce that on Wednesday. Jobber 2. <laughs> that would be funny if we had a shirt that said Jobber 2 next to it. There is the new shirt there, actually. The new uh, Nub City. Notice how you're not getting one of those, right? I know. You seem really broken up. You don't care. You're just leaving in a huff. Huff, huff, huff. So I'm not getting one? No, dude. No, dude that is only for people that work on the show. Once you leave, you're done. No, once you leave, you're done. It's not definite, by the way, that the Vikings getting this job. I know Viking knows that. Yeah, Big Robbie knows that. I'm just saying, you got to be careful. Timber, be careful around here. It's a tough show. Got the big meeting later, guys. All you people out there in the Facebook Live, big meeting with the big boss. Oh yeah. If I'm not here tomorrow, that means the meeting did not go well. Yes. Just letting you know. Big meeting. When you get a 
email from your boss that said, uh, can you meet Monday morning? Like to discuss the future of your show. <laughs> wow. Damn. That's like, oh, man. How angry are they going to get when they find out you Facebook Live the entire meeting? <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> you put it on my YouTube, YouTube Jones. YouTube <laughs> Jones on my YouTube channel. That'd be great. I wonder if I should do that. Think they get mad? Not if they don't find out. <laughs> I'm done with the tablets. Could be. Could be. So anyway, the uh, the whole thing with the um, uh, oh look at Paul Dodge on Facebook Live. If you caught the hell in the cell, what did you think of the women's match, uh, Paul? I just talked about it, but <laughs> it, it, I, but it's unfair to Paul and a lot of the people. They just join on. I, I'm over here talking for two hours. The show's trending worldwide. I've been talking about everything. Paul, go to TazShow.com later or iTunes, or watch the video on demand at TazShow.com or go to. Spotify, you can listen to the whole show there for free. Two Hour City on Halloween. I'm just saying. What are these green faces now? I'm getting on the Facebook Live. It's like little green hamburgers, it looks like. I'm hungry. The green faces are crying. Tears. People are sad. It's Frankenstein, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Crying. Frankenstein crying. Frankenstein Jones. Who gives a rat's ass? Lizette Austin just said about my meeting, pink slip Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Going to give you an orange slip. <laughs> uh, Taz, do you, uh, you currently have a security pass to get in the building? Oh, yes. Uh, can we have it back, please? Who gave it to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I just got a text from the boss. Uh-oh. I'm not kidding. Please make sure you're on time. Oof. Bro. <laughs> Not good, bro. Hey, can you get me in where you're going? Like you're gonna work on a, you're working on the Costello show. Cart. <laughs> Another Today Show. It was well, a I'll today pull show. the cart. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so th- look, there's my uh, my whole breakdown on uh, basically the Hell in a Cell. And look, I I I I appreciate the efforts of everybody in, on the production. The production's always great, and the writers work hard. I just wasn't crazy about the show. I, I would give it a you know. I don't like doing the thumbs up, thumbs down. That's so cliche. I mean, I need to come up with a different ranking. Maybe I should go like a percentage. 100% means you loved it. 1% means you thought it was a just straight show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get your editing tools out, sir. Go ahead. You want to leave? I'm telling you, show? I'm going to make them louder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this show was a roaring, from a creative and storyline engulfing moment, a 41%. Captain? I'd go a bit higher, but then again, I didn't have huge expectations. I'd give it something in the low 80s. No blood. Yeah. You got three cells, we got no blood. I understand why you don't have blood. And a lot of people are on screaming, where's the blood? I'm saying, where's the blood? You got to have blood in at least one of them. I thought they were going to go with the girls with the blood, even though it would have been a little rough, but you know. I don't think that was the biggest problem with the show. The biggest problem was that the Universal title was in the middle of the show. Doesn't mean it has to be the end of the show. And guess what, WWE? It doesn't mean the the, the Universal title has to be defended on the show. Protect the title. Protect the champion. you, you, You never made it special. And now in your Raw preview, it's not even in there. So on Raw tonight, as I said earlier, it says, should Cesaro and Sheamus get a rematch? Well, that means yes. 
I say you got to incorporate Anderson and Gallows in that segment, guys. We should see them there, and I'm sure we will, and they will say something along the lines of, hey, 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 we had a big victory last night at Hell in a Cell. We beat Enzo and Cass. Yo, yo, what's up? We want a shot at New Day's titles. Survivor Series buildup, that's going to happen tonight. So what that is, as the captain said earlier, that's for the five-on-five traditional match, right? Raw versus SmackDown gimmick. Hail to the Queen, that's obviously for Charlotte. That'll be tonight. Brian Kendrick 2.0, new Cruiserweight champ. Brian Kendrick, congrats to him. And the one who beat the one. So Goldberg is going to be there? Yeah, it was also advertised yesterday during Hell in a Cell. I didn't even notice that. Goldberg will be in Hartford. Got to have Brock show up somehow. Surprise running Jones or something. Heyman will be there. I guarantee he'll be there. I could see something go on with, with Lesnar and, and uh, I'm sorry, with Goldberg. If Brock's not there and Paul, promo segment, something happens. Kind of weird what they they were building this thing up hot and then they kind of like, you know, they kind of went slow on it. I don't know. It's kind of strange, you know? Well, look, there's the show, guys. Full two hours. Uh, we're still trending, right? I just think you just take a peek if you don't mind. Yes. Cap. So we're still trending. We trended for two hours. Guys, thank you for that. All kidding aside, you don't know, have fun out here. I appreciate you guys, you know, uh, tweeting about the show a whole bunch, using the hashtag, the Taz Show, and making it a worldwide trend for two straight hours. That means a lot to me. It really does. And I hope you guys enjoyed the Hell in a Cell uh, reaction breakdown, whatever you want to call it. We'll talk some Raw tomorrow. Have Mike Johnson on for PW Insider. Also going to have a big guest on this Friday. Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. For the captain, everybody here at the Taz Show, I'm Taz. You're not. See you tomorrow. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen. Man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing. Trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal. Play ball. That's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page. But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid. Now, I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So going for another drink just to get away, we gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go, yeah. I left my heart in the city. Back since I was shooting hoops, no issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, no, I go for my dreams. I've been on tours and screens.